Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. With your hosts, Brent Radlinski from the Yankee Tavern North and Dave Van Robies from the Dutch Oven. Both of us are in Lethbridge, Alberta. Let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Show 148. Dave, you were just saying off the air there how it just seemed like... uh, only yesterday we were doing show 100, uh, the, the the balloons and the cake and everything else. The hands not too proud of the cake we had, and I got to agree with her. It wasn't very good, but she did her best effort. Anyways, Dave, uh, show 148, uh, lots going on in the sports world. The World Series is two games in. Uh, we got a tie series. Lots going on, obviously, with uh, the NHLs in, in full swing. I, uh, I made the call to some guys today at work. The Green Bay Packers are going to win this game, and they are. I don't know if they're going to hold on. But we'll, uh, first off, we'll get into the Chicago Blackhawks. So first off, what uh, what are you drinking tonight, my friend? Oh, reliable. It's a royalty in my hand, the king. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like when, it's a busy time of year. And then, so I just, you just got to go and then and, and grab all reliable and get back home. I don't got time to taste and sniff and, 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 and try something new, so. I uh, picked up some tree brewing from, uh, I used to drink these at the Kelowna uh, Falcons games years ago in um, the W, the West Coast League, same as WCBL, uh, tree brewing right in Kelowna, got uh, cutthroat West Coast ales, it's a newer one that they have, it's actually really good, like I quite like this one, it's uh, quite tasty and going down pretty smooth. Um, Dave, this happens far too often, it seems, in the sports world, more often than, uh, than anyone would hope. Uh, the first one that we that we gained national attention, and everybody knows what I'm talking about, was the Graham James situation that happened in, oh, I don't know what year it was, with uh, Sheldon Kennedy and then, and then Theron the Fleury. Current Broncos. Mr. Yeah. Current Broncos. Like, when it happened, it was like 86, 87. And then when it came out, came to light to the public, I can't remember what year it was, doesn't, doesn't much matter. But then you got to the Jim Sandusky thing at Ohio State. Then you got, or not Ohio State, Penn State. Sorry, sorry, Ohio State fans. And you got Penn State with Jim Sandusky. Then you had the uh, women's national team um, gymnastics for the United States. And there's been on and on and on. But the latest to come to light, and it did, it got a lot, a little bit of press in the summertime, was with the Chicago Blackhawks. Dave, this one pisses me off to no end. And I have two takes on this, but this one pisses me off to no end that Joel Quenville and Kevin Shevel day off. They knew they, they knew that something happened and they, they were kept, in the room when it was, they discussed. were in the room when it was brought up on, on May the 13th of 2010, when they, they knew that, that John Doe, which became what to be Kyle beach, um, reported that a fucking video coach sexually assaulted him. The playoffs went on. Shevel Dayoff allegedly said, I'm going to say allegedly, but it's pretty clear now with all the facts that are coming out from the investigation. 
we can't have this distract, distraction. We're going for a playoff. We're going for a Stanley Cup right now. Dave, take number one on this. Why is it that when the integrity of the game wins and losses, championships, and this and that, they, they punish teams? Like you, you had like Pete Rose, the integrity of the game with the the, the, the gambling. You had you, this years and years ago. You had the uh, SMU Mustangs. They were they were uh, the, the the players were getting kickbacks. You had the USC Trojans with Reggie getting a house. You had the Houston Astros. So the integrity of the game and the wins and losses. Those teams get the death penalty, and Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame. But when it comes to human lives, like Penn State. And fucking Chicago Blackhawks, human fucking lives, Dave. Nothing happens. Why is that? I, I want to bring up one more example. So the NHL find... I'm revved up with this one, Dave. I'm sorry. The, the NHL find and punish the New Jersey Devils more for that Igor, uh, that Koval, uh, uh, Kovalchuk co- contract. Yeah. They fined them $3 million and took away draft picks. Chicago, Chicago got fined $2 million. And that's it. And, and so far, but uh, well, so far, but like, but that's, that's what the, the league has decided. They, they're their first penalty. And maybe they might go back more because the pushback is going to be so extreme. The $2 million. Nothing. Is it, it's, it's not even a home. It's not even a home gate in Chicago. And one of the biggest barns in the, in the league, on a successful franchise. How much money did they bucks? make when they won the cup in 2010 after beat set told the team what happened? How many hundreds t-shirts did they fucking sell? Hundreds of millions of dollars. Down like Madison in, Avenue, whatever it's called. They had a million people watching that parade selling t-shirts in every corner. Yep. And, and drinking beers and, 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 and buying hot dogs on the street. And like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like it's, 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 it's the punishment is too light. The like you said, um, when this came down and, and it's been a busy week, but I, I actually downloaded the whole 107 page report and I'm reading portions of it. And, and I'm and I'm getting a gist of exactly what happened. I'm, I've no, I haven't I've read, checked that out yet. I don't I I I'm going to, but I, I it's it's heavy. It is fucking heavy. And you can see how it happens to uh, Beach was 20 years old at the time. He doesn't overall draft pick. Yeah, but he doesn't. He was a black case. And and he doesn't know how much sway this video coach has over the over the. That's what predators do, man. That's what predators predators do. And 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 it's, it's a little bit more graphic than I want to. But, you know, that's what you need. You need a punch in the nose. Like everybody is like everybody's a tough guy until you get punched in the face. Reading this report and reading what happened is a punch in the face, and and it woke me up and it's it's disturbing and it's not a, a one sit down read. It, it's it's hard to read. I'll get and, into and, it over the weekend, Dave. It's just I I got my second take on this is that if something like Quenville resigned about twenty five minutes ago as we're recording here tonight, um, coward, you fucking coward. Team Canada, he was part of that for the 2000-whatever World Cup. They knew. There's no way the hockey world is a small community. There is no way that the Hockey Canada and their, and their bullshit that they, they, they push 
that they that all these criminal record checks and on and on and on at the height of Team Canada, which is under the same umbrella, they let this piece of shit, Joel Quenville, be a part of it. He was in line to be the, the head coach for the, the Olympic team. Think how, think how fucked up that is. What I'm going to say to that is, and, it's and, gross, and, man. And, and you're right, like Joel, like a, a leader of men, he, he's a leader of men, right? That's, that's, that's essentially what a, what a coach is. He let on ice success, success cloud his vision and, and prevented him from doing the right thing. And at the end of the day, no matter what job you do, no matter how you make your money, no matter how you raise your family, no matter what you do when you're walking the streets, doing the right thing is not always the easy thing. And sometimes doing the right thing is a really hard thing to do. They let this and guy go after a, they knew what happened. They knew they put it. They put his name on the fucking cup. They and put they his gave name on the cup. They let. They knew what happened. Then Quenville gave this guy a letter of recommendation, and then this guy, I'm not going to say his name, went and did it to two other people in the USA hockey program. And Joel now he's Quenville is to blame for this. And well, hey, easy. Not just one guy. Right, Shevel Dayoff was in the room. Shevel Dayoff as well. Bo Bowman was in the room. Bergeron uh, from Montreal was in the room. Right, there was a lot of guys in the room, and they all were complicit in every doing single this. one of them is guilty. It's just as guilty. It's gross, Dave. The fact that one of those men who who are men in position and power. And, and have sway and can make and break careers, every single one of them. Not one of them, after this meeting in that room, said to the other guys, like, this is fucking wrong, man. We got to do something. You know what they could have done? Like, you know what they could have done? They could have fired a video coach, a video coach, saved that kid's career, and then, when, and then go win the Stanley Cup. Is what they could have right. done, and they did. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? And, you know, and that's not, like, it doesn't even stop there. Apparently, Beach was getting teased like the next season. Like, so this um, Captain Canada—that's my next take. Captain Canada, Jonathan Taves, he didn't stop the teasing in the dressing room. You and, know what? And, you don't play here either. You're done too. I like. And, oh, and, I'm, revved, I'm revved up about this one, dude. Yeah, you're, you're totally hot, and you know, and, and and this this Beach was wrong. He was he was totally wrong. He was he was a victim, and. Uh, it, it, there's just so many levers, what, layers. Once you start peeling the onion, right? Like it, it just stinks from the top down. And, and we'll never, what, what bothers me Duncan does said, like, I didn't know anything about it. Taves and Bullshit. Kane, both, both of them uh, spoke glowingly about the guys that got caught. Burroughs was one of their names and someone else was another name. You know, these guys like were instrumental and, and like, you know, I don't know what happened behind closed doors and and, and I wish I did. Like, eh, no, I don't think you wish you did. And and gun to your head. He like, said he knew at training camp the next season, 2000, in the 2010 training camp. Who said that? Taves. Taves said he knew. He found he found out in the train, training camp the next season, but he didn't know when it was going on during no. the, the cup. So, run. so nothing was said, and they won two more cups. And this guy 
and it was name on the cup. This guy's this guy gets a day with the Stanley Cup on a front. He sexually assaulted a teammate, and nothing was said. It's gross. It it it, it it's absolutely disgusting. And 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 like I said, like it it all comes down to doing the right thing is not the easy thing. Sometimes it's really hard, and and you don't want to do it. Like when you fuck up. Like uh, uh, I fucked up at work the other day, and it's like, ah, oh, shit. And we wrecked, a, we wrecked, uh, uh, we wrecked something. The last fucking thing I want to do is take a picture of this and send it to the person, the home builder. Mm-hmm. But that's what the, you know what? That's what I did. But at I the end of the day, pic- at the end of the day, you have to. Yeah, at the end of the day, like you, you don't, have to. Like you don't, as you opposed don't, to ignore it and say no. That wasn't you don't want to shove your rock, there. but you have to. Yeah, it ain't going away, man. It ain't going away. It, it, it's it's not going away. And then you know when it, it comes back to you, like now you're gonna have to lie about it, right? Oh, I didn't I didn't realize it. You that's know that, that, that's a fucking lie. And then like, how could you not notice it? Because you know it happens. And then like as a boss, I I have to take terms to uh, stern message with my guys once at a time. Just fucking tell me, how do you think I feel having to not feel up. a phone call? Not up. Exactly. You know, like. No one's expecting you to be perfect. Nobody. But when you do fuck up, I'm going to I'm gonna pat your back when you're doing a good job. I do it all the time. But, you know, that means that I trust you. And that, that, that means that you have to own up when you fuck up. The fact that this happened 10 years ago, and the only reason this investigation happened is because that, that video coach is now in jail for molesting a minor. Right, that's Which why wouldn't have happened if this would have got brought up. The Correct. only thing, all that had to be done to Quinville, to Shovel Day off, to Taves, to Kane, to the, the, the whole group of them, the whole group of them. Do you have kids? That's all they had to was asked. Do you have kids? Oh, uh, yeah. Would, would you like that to happen to your kid? Well, no. There it is. There it Report. is. It's yeah, exactly. Simple. Yeah, and you could even take care of it quietly. Report it to the police. This guy needs a fucking talking to. What happened? Talk to John Doe, oh, um, and then and then you the guys. The whole decide. organization from the from the the medical staff they covered it up for no reason because all they had to do was report it. This piece of junk goes to jail, and then the set they win a Stanley Cup. Well, it's that's that easy. And that's uh, one of the quotes, right? Like this is our first Stanley Cup in a million years, and we don't want any negative publicity, and we'll we'll deal with it after the cup. But then they didn't, right? Like so. Let let's let's, which is wrong in itself, right? But then like, they. Well, but the thing is, Dave, like hindsight's twenty twenty. But you know what? If you report a sexual predator, you actually are a good guy. Yeah. Simple. The Blackhawks could say, "Hey, we found out there was a guy in our staff. We fired him because of what what happened. You look yeah. like a good guy. So now, eleven years later, that Stanley Cup is tainted." Mm-hmm. So what they should have done was been a big boy 11 years ago and fucking did the right thing. It's not hard. It's it is not hard. hard. It no, is hard. Dave, when it comes to, and the kid was 20 years old. He was a kid. He's a kid. It's it is not hard, hard you don't to do look, something like that. It, it, when it, it comes it, to it, kids and family members, because all you got to do is say, if that was your family, what, what would you have done? We can't like, like, he was young, but he wasn't a kid. He was 20 years old. He was a professional athlete and getting paid as such. 
right? So he's not a kid. We can't oh, call him. A, we can't call him a kid. He wasn't a okay, kid. Well, he maybe was he's a, not a kid. He, he wasn't. But, he wasn't a sixteen-year-old away from home for the first time, right? Well, so so like I'm not victim blaming here, but like let's not call him a kid. He was a young adult. He was a paid professional athlete. So so kind of black aces. They don't. Yeah, whatever. But I know what you're saying. Okay, so like so he wasn't a kid. He was a young man. And he did the, do, do the right thing. And, and, you know, and that's a thing, like, you know, and this was what, when I think about it and, and, and all that kind of thing, how many fucking women be quiet all the time because nothing's going to happen, yeah. right? Like, like you know, it, it, this is a societal thing. It's not just the Blackhawks. It's not just hockey. It happens. Like, if like, every walk of life, it happens. Whether you're a construction worker or a mover, it happens everywhere, and it, it, it's terrible. All it's so the time. bad. And and we have to, as a society, give give credence and and believe the people that are coming up because you know, like, oh, he's just doing this for a lawsuit because he's a bus. Fuck that. No man, you mental. Think he, you Mental. think he, we all, you we think all, he we, wants this? He didn't ask for this. We all happen. end up he's like, yes, you, you could have made a million doing this. You could have made, made a million doing that. But you know what? 95% of us, we find a way to get by with what we have, right? So money's not a, it, it's, it, but you know what? He didn't want this. You know, he could have had Good a God, no. And this he is could have had a decent career. Let, let's say if he would have went 10th overall to Vancouver instead of 11th overall Chicago. Right. But like, well, you know, it he's, even, he's yeah, it, so this never happens to him. And he has a decent career for his hometown Canucks. Like he's born, born in Kelowna and everything else was for, for his BC, BC team. He, he could have had a decent career there. He didn't want this. No, it, it doesn't matter. And, and, and like, and this lawsuit has nothing to do with a, a failed NHL career. And he's looking to blame someone. This is just what happened to him. And 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 the way the organization handled still, it was, and they're still trying wrong. to, they're still trying to say it's not their fault. The the Blackhawks. Well, okay, moving, you know, okay, just a second. Moving forward, Dave. If you are, okay, not what you're looking for. If you're Chris Beach, what kind of monetary settlement do you think he deserves? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'll be sorry. I don't, I don't know. Like that's, 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 that's not for me to decide. That's for the course to decide. What I'm more concerned about is, is punishing the Blackhawks organization severely. So if this ever happens again, like this is what happens. And I, and I mean like taking away, not a first round draft pick. I'm saying like, you don't guys, you guys don't get a draft. Well, here, here you go, Dave. You, you guys I'm, don't, you guys don't get a draft next year i'm going to take get, it to what the nba did with with the uh who was it the, the clippers when they they made that cat force them to sell team. it sell your team you don't have your team anymore it's that simple you do not have your team anymore your team did this because what else you hide you you whatever your owner rocky words i think his name is you yeah. sell your team tomorrow you don't you don't have your team and, and that's my that, that that's as extreme as that sounds. I think that that is only that's only the right thing to do. If you can. Secondly, a, I think that Beach should probably get not only the two million dollars that the Blackhawks were, were fine, which is nothing. He should probably get look at what the average of all those the, the first 10, 10 draft picks made. This is what you're going to make. He could still be playing. There's a lot of 
Dowdy's still playing from that draft. Stamco's still playing from that draft. Um, Everly's still from that draft. So they probably made upwards of 40 million bucks. That's what you get minimum from the Blackhawks. That's my opinion. Yeah. And, you know, and, 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 and I agree. Like, in, in that, and, and, and a, a professional sports owner can cut that check tomorrow. Like, so it's, it's not, it, it, it can be well, losing the franchise. If that, whatever, John, was it Sterling, Sterling? Don uh, Sterling and and the fucking NFL actually even did it with the Carolina. They made him si- uh, sell the team, the Carolina Don, franchise. That's it because because you, he ran a sexually. That's it. That's done. I I I think that is a just punishment because like when you tell someone to sell the team, they're still getting the the billion dollars. Like yeah. the, the league doesn't take that money. Like you still get it. But now it's like selling a house. You're selling that house now. You're yeah. kicked out of the neighborhood. You're you're no longer to own a franchise in our like in in our in our business. And 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 you know, and I and I think it too, like like taking away draft picks, like taking a complete full year of draft picks away from them. It's not monetary. These like we we we've said it all the time about these sports owners. This is a game to them. They're billionaires. Like no one does this because they want to make a buck they do this because they already have a billion dollars and they want a toy and the the a sport a professional sports franchise is the biggest shiniest toy you can have lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, it's, I don't know. I sort of get a little revved up. But it's usually Thursday shows are a little more uh, joyous and robust, but uh, this all came down the pike in the last 24 hours and reading on it and listening on sports radio throughout the day and everything else. And just listening to some guys from Vancouver talking about it. And uh, the more you hear about it, the more it infuriates you. And it infuriates me that Hockey Canada, because there's no way they didn't know about it because it's, it's an old boys club these guys run. And uh, it, it infuriates me that, that this is allowed to happen still uh, with great, the Graham James situation, the Sandusky situation fresh in our minds. And this is happening on a, on a, it still happens everywhere. Yeah. These guys find a way to infiltrate the system and you, you can't, you'll, you'll never, you'll never find, you'll never get away from it. It's, it's going to happen no matter what. And it's sad, but that's just the way it is. But and you know what though too. But when, am, some, I, when something happens and and it was reported, and the blame gets put back on 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 the, the player, as the Chicago Blackhawks did, and they swept it under the rug for for many many years, and the guy's name is still, knowingly his name is still on the cup, after they knew what happened. They to gave me, him a know day what? with the cup. To me, that and he was in the parade and everything else. Uh, I remember that parade 
vividly. Um, it's pretty disgusting what the Blackhawks did. I uh, a couple of years back, actually, I have it here, Mets and Hack. I bought a, uh, a Blackhawks pullover um, at the Blackhawks store in Chicago when I was there a few years back. I don't know why I brought it this time around, but uh, that will be going in the trash promptly. It's gross. Um, um, as to what you're like, uh, one thing I wanted to touch on earlier. When you're saying everybody in Hockey Canada knew, I, I am going to disagree with that. We do not know that at all. We don't know that at all. Like, they kept it a secret. They're not going to tell anybody. Who are they going to tell? Old boys club, man. Tell. Those I, boys, no, they run with, it, they run with a different group, Fuck that shit. There is wow. no way. It's like, there is no way Quenville was saying that, hey, so we had to let an abuser go to somebody. Like, he doesn't say that shit. They're embarrassed about that. And they know they did wrong. And they don't want anybody else to know that they did wrong. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to say they, I don't think the, the super brass of hockey. We'll agree to disagree on that one, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's for sure. Um, And then it's, it's just, it's sad. It's hard. Um, and and you know it is you, you just gotta stand with the victims. Like anyone that 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 hears this story, well, I would have just punched him in the fucking nose. It's not that easy, man. It's not that easy. You don't know what kind of power this guy has. Like because I, I it's never know. happened to me, but I I had a an ex teammate. He was Graham. He had a situation with Graham James, and he never said nothing for years and years and years. A guy I played with, and then he told us years later that he said man you the the stuff that he would say that you're so scared and then the way they would twist and turn turn words it ain't cool and then maybe that's why i'm revved up because i know what happened to a friend and a teammate of mine um he told us about it years later and it it gets it gets it gets under my skin that this continues to happen and uh that's why i don't know that's why i want to talk about tonight yeah, and, and, and I don't mind talking about that. I didn't know how in depth I, I had a feeling we were, we were going to talk about this, and, and that's fine. I was prepared. Like I say, if if you, it's just uh, search Google search general report, it's all there. It's PDF, 107 pages. They have a table of contents. You can read it. Um, it's a heavy read. Just, just I, I think it's great. It, it's I think it's great. Read. I think it's great on beach yesterday to not be John Doe or he was calling himself to come out yesterday and go, you know what, this is the next step of the healing process. And now all these, all, all these guys are, are, are cowering away. Like, I, and you know what, sorry about this, like all the anonymity and John Doe, but like in the report, it, me in 20 minutes, I could have had it down to two names. Right. Well, it's it was, funny. It's funny to say that. Not funny. It's in the funny situation, but um Yesterday afternoon, my sister, when it was start, this first started picking up steam yesterday, she asked me, she goes, do you know who it is? And I said, I was going to do some research last, I was going to go through the roster last night, and I was, I could probably pick who it wasn't pretty quick. Well, I, I, a 20-year-old, that was a black ace in 2010. Yeah. Like, that's four guys, right? right? You, could, you could pick it up pretty quick who it wasn't, yeah. who it wasn't. Like, you know, yeah. it wasn't Jonathan Taves. Like, mm -hmm. when it was first reported, there was a, a Blackhawk. 
So then you could, you could just take out player by player who it wasn't pretty quick. Well, even in like in what I read, they like they they identified him as a black ace, and they 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 described what a black ace was. So I, it's good that Beach came out and said something, and now these these said uh, and Bowman he resigned yesterday because he and he 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 basically exonerated himself because he went well. I told my higher ups, so like these cowards, man. I got no use. I got no use for none of them. I got no use for Taves. I got none. Of it. I'm done. I'm good. It's I'm too good. bad. It, 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 it's so sad. It's too bad. I feel Captain like Canada. Hey, yeah. And, Way to and go. I, you know what? You know that Blackhawks team was a good team to like. Oh, it boy, was a, it was a fun team to watch. I like their swagger. I like their attitude. The Chelsea Dagger but, song, all of it. But you know, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Goodbye. it's unfortunate. It, it's it's so unfortunate that. The joy gets rec, rec, retroactively yeah. pulled from you. It's terrible. It's, yeah. It's terrible. Anyways, maybe 10 years down the road, we'll forgive and forget and everything else. Who knows? But anyways, so when it gets so deep here, usually, like I said, a few Thursday nights were a lot more jovial, but this was a pretty deep subject that I, I don't mind. I didn't mind touching on. Like I said, I had a friend that goes through the Graham James situation. And uh, so maybe it's a little more closer to my heart. But anyways, we'll uh, try to lighten things up a little bit. And Dave, go ahead. I do have one more thing to say about this. Uh, but one thing that kind of annoys me is well, like hockey culture is so fucked. Hockey culture is so fucked. I, I've read that more than one time. This isn't hockey culture. This is sexual abuse culture. And it happens everywhere. It happens in hockey. It, ha- it happens in every it sport. It happens in restaurants. It happens in football. It happens in it happens restaurants. In, in real estate you, you, agencies. It happens yeah. everywhere. You, you read about celebrity chefs. It happens in the construction world. It happens... Yeah. And, like and, the, and the, the it, me like go, go, here it is Dave, the Me Too movement. It wasn't about hockey players. No, exactly. You know, and that, like, this isn't hockey culture. This is just culture. This is this is what they call when when they rape culture. Like that's that's yeah. what it is. This is what it is. It's not a hockey and thing. It's a it's it's, a, it's 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 a life thing. It's a civilization thing. And 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 we have to we have to step back and just say like. This is this is wrong and start believing victims and giving victims a podium and try and give them their power back because at the end of the day, and like fuck the Catholic Church, right? Like this is this yeah. is what has been happening for centuries, and they just shove it away, move them to someone else, shift them to another place, give them a going recommendations because this looks bad on us. Yeah. The right thing isn't always the easy thing and then and this is what rape culture is it it, it is when people hear that term and they go oh, i'm not a rapist no but like if you're not willing to believe the people that come up and, and and say these things and 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 take a good hard look at 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 the behavior of yourself of friends and 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 whatever and, and i'm not calling everybody a rapist i'm not calling every man a sexual predator but We've all seen it and not rape, not rape, but we've all seen something untowards. Yeah. And I didn't always say something, but now at, at, at my age and, and now I think I'm, I'm wiser and more enlightened and more educated on, on what happens in these things. Take a stand when you see it, even if you don't know the people, call it out, be there for the person that might be a victim. And, 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 and it's like, once again, it's, it's not always easy 
but just like a simple thing, like in a bar, are you okay? Do you need a hand? Can I help? That's it. That's all. That's 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 all you have to do. And I've done that now, and I and I do that now, and I and I make a point of just people that seem to be in a in a place of discomfort. Try and be as subtle as possible, and just let them know that there's someone sitting that you don't know. If you need something, I'm here for you. Yeah. And 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 I think that's going forward. If we can all make that effort to to be there for not just victims but for potential victims and make life easier for these people. So there's not more statistics like this. Terrible. It isn't going away anytime soon. Hopefully with like people, somebody takes if whoever listens to our podcast tonight can take whatever we um, put out there and just a couple of words. If we, if we can reach one person to do the right thing and say the right thing, then, the, then our job tonight was a uh, mission accomplished, I think. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's when we first started the show, 14 months ago it was i never thought we'd be talking this deep about something like this but uh we we gave ourselves a platform that people listen to which i'm quite proud of and uh if one like i said if one person can take anything away from what we're saying tonight then it's better than having 17,000 downloads and everything else be a difference maker be a force for good there you go 1420 podcast we'll try to light things up a little bit to get the show uh, roll a little bit like our usual thursday night ones but that's an important subject to all of us, uh, I hope. Uh, but anyways, four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are literally found everywhere you get your podcast. If you're listening right now on Spotify or Apple and you've got a different app you want to tune into that, that subscribes and you've got a way to do it. We are literally everywhere you get them. Uh, let people know about the show. That's the best way to get the show out there to people is word of mouth. We, we tried Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, but uh, I found over the months we've been doing this, that word of mouth gets the show out there uh, better than anything because you, 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 people, I do it, and Dave, I'm sure you do it too. You just scroll through Twitter. You barely read anything. Myself? Yeah. Oh, well, no, not during the day at night. Like uh, after, after five o'clock, then again, after eight o'clock. I read a lot of Twitter. That's where that's like you scroll. I'm saying you scroll. Oh, and yeah. And then, I don't open every link. No, if no, that's exactly. That's oh, all. Jesus. So that's what I'm saying. Word of mouth, uh, the, the best way to spread the word about the uh, the good word about the 1420 podcast. We appreciate it. In fact, I'd like someone far. to look and find some place you can't find us. That would be tough. I've done a lot of work on this. That'd be t- We're literally on things you would never even, you didn't even know existed exactly like try not to find us like we're yeah. we're we're that uh that seinfeld episode costanza we're like the uh the that that bunny that keeps on going and going and going you can't you can't stop it that energizer no i don't i don't think on that bunny. oh we're, we're anyways <laughs> the uh this week the uh we're like plastic in the ocean why did they chaos Anyways, later on the show, folks, we have this, a new segment I thought of yesterday. What pisses me <laughs> off? Plastic in the ocean? No, plastic in the ocean doesn't <laughs> piss me off. When I I, I live in Medicine Hat, I don't know, I, but I'm working in Medicine Hat, but I, when I lived in Medicine Hat, there's this bar downtown called Local. Nice little spot, good food, good cold beers, lots of them, lots of different kinds. They stopped because they're kind of a, a quasi-franchise, a smaller franchise. 
but they have a place, uh, one of their um, outlets in Vancouver. Vancouver is close to the ocean, so they said they banned plastic straws because, you know, it goes in the ocean. I am going to put money on it, Dave. This pissed me off. The, the local here in Medicine Hat got rid of plastic straws because they're going to end up in the ocean. They're not. They're really not. They, they aren't. That pisses me off. Because I like well, a straw. I was like, come on. It's not ending up in the ocean. Let's 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 put that on the shelf and go where we're going and wait till the piss offs. Anyways, uh, so later on the show, I do have a what pisses me off is is later on. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Uh, Earlier on this week, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin reported to uh, was asked a question on his on his Monday morning presser about the uh, open USC my Trojans uh, coaching vacancy. And that he's reported to have been rumored to go there. Uh, Tomlin basically said, I'm not going there. There, And he did say there isn't a booster with a big enough paycheck. And there's boosters with a lot of money at USC. There's some, there's billionaires who are, who bleed crimson and, and, and gold. Um, he said, I'm not going there. Why would I go there? I have one of the best jobs in profession, professional football. He said, why would a reporter or why would that rumor start, Dave? And why would why would a, a professional football coach go back to college? I don't get uh, that. Uh, well, for, I, have one, I, I have one question. Is Tomlin a USC grad? I don't believe so. Okay. Well, then, like, so how that rumor even starts, I don't know either. But I can see... A professional, uh, like professional, a college football coach running a successful big time franchise. I think life is pretty good for those guys. I really do. You're getting wined and dined all the time. You don't have to answer to squat. There's less pressure. There is pressure, but I believe there's less pressure than on uh, an NFL staff. I believe you have more control over everything you control. Like when you're a head coach, you control, you do all the recruiting and you've got a staff and at a big time program, you have the budget is there. There, The budget is literally limitless. Boosters just want to win and they don't give a shit. But I was thinking the other way, Dave, that if I'm Mike Tomlin, I don't have to go to, south jersey or to florida or to wherever to recruit somebody the scouts draft them to bring the players to me my off seasons might like yes i have to work i get it creating new schemes and everything else but i don't have to go talk to some kid who's talking to five different schools and convince him to come to come to my school i think i would rather do that than beg uh, my general manager to draft someone or sign a free agent and with no cap restrictions. That's easy. Sitting down, having Ma Baker give you some sugar cookies and a coffee while you're telling and pumping the kids' tires and telling them why he's so great and telling them why he, while, while, how he can be even more great if he comes to your school. That's a lot easier than begging for money and begging for a trade and doing all that stuff. Why is it, easy. like, Tomlin's, I, I think he's won a Super Bowl. 
Well, he's what good two, two. Sure. So why is it? And he brought he brought this up during that that uh, Monday morning presser. He brought up the fact that why doesn't Bill Belichick get asked these questions? Why doesn't uh, who else the success? Uh, 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 Peyton from uh, from New Orleans. Oh yeah, he don't get asked these questions. Why is it, why, why is it a, a black guy get asked these questions? Why? And he he was and he got pretty pretty heated about it. He goes, "I'm not going to USC. I, there's no way in hell that I." He's got one of the best jobs in professional football. He said he's not going. Um, why is that? That it, and it seems to happen. I don't want to say a lot, but it seems to be that African American coaches do get asked that question if they're going back to college. I have no comment as that because I have no no knowledge. Zero. I I have no opinion on that. Um, There must be some USC tie between Tomlin and and that's... Well, you know who's got a a USC tie? Remember Jeff Fisher, Tennessee Titans uh, coach? Yes, yes. He was a USC player. Yes. And and that that rumor is like, I know a lot about this because he's been been rumored to be going there for years and years and years since Pete Carroll was decided to leave after the Reggie Bush scandal that we spoke of earlier on. Um, and speaking of uh, Pete Carroll, he put his foot in his mouth a little bit on Sunday or Monday as well, basically saying that uh, the way it was heard and what he said, I think were two different things. He said, basically uh, I should have wrote it down or read it, but he said, basically, well, it turns out without Russell Wilson, I'm not a good head coach. I think he was saying, it. I, I miss Russell Wilson, obviously. I know how to coach, but we need a better quarterback. Like without Wilson, I'm not as good of a coach, obviously, because we, took, we, we spoke about it before. Without a good quarterback, you're just another coach. Well, you know, and, and, I, and I read an article this week about that, but with all the the discontentment because Russell Wilson wanted to trade last year. Like, while well, he didn't want one. He didn't put his foot down. I, if, he, hey, if I'm not going to utilize better, can I go somewhere else? How about a little help Yeah, for the, for the man? Yeah. And you know what? I don't like the Seahawks, but Russell Wilson is the man. And then, yeah. and then, and then same with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And then both Aaron Rodgers and Russell see Tom Brady leave Belichick, go to Tampa Bay and kind of pulls the NBA stunt. Hey, why don't you come join me? Gronk and uh, Antonio Brown. Two, you show me a good quarterback, I'll show you a great coach. You bet. And you know, when these guys can pull their thing and then like now both Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers is like, fuck, that winning Super Bowl thing is cool. We only got one and Brady has He's on his second hand already. Second his hand, yeah, yeah, and 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 why not? Why is Yogi Bear all of a sudden is going with pretend? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then like you know, I I can count and and uh, and and he has a shit ton more than my one. Yeah. That's all I know. And then and so why can't a quarterback do that? Obviously, a coach has to be able to coach him up and figure it out and scheme for the the talent that, that, that he has given and, and how does he maximize talent on both sides of the ball? Cause Andy Reid and the Kansas city chiefs have shown this year that uh, with an elite quarterback playing elite football, you can, whatever an, an you average, want. 
an average defense is okay. But now that you're paying your elite offensive weapons and you're not getting elite quarterback play, all the money that you were pushing from defense onto offense. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner is a problem and this is clearly a problem in kansas city and seattle is showing that without russell wilson they got a problem the uh you funny you talk about like elite quarterbacks elite players everything else and and coach carroll and uh i still call him coach carroll for his days at usc when they were winning championships and um show me a good coach I'll, I'll, show me a great quarterback show you a good coach uh, Matt Leiner and Reggie Bush were winning Heisman trophies. And I'm not t- taking away for the kind of coach that uh, uh, Pete Carroll was at, at USC. Um, but he had two elite players. And that's what you need in college football. Uh, you need you playmakers. Have, yeah, You need playmakers in college football and a, and a good supporting staff. Uh, Pete Carroll... He was riding the high, the, the highs there at, at USC with Reggie, Reggie Bush and Matt Leinert. And he goes to, to a franchise now and he kind of put his put his foot in his mouth because he's not a good coach, so good players. Well, he wasn't a good coach without good players his first couple of years at USC. So it's yeah, you gotta watch what you say, dude. And then when they pulled back the cover, like like you didn't get those players fairly either, right? So he yeah, was... Reggie, Reggie's parents got a house for a few weeks a year, but whatever. Uh, speaking of college football, Dave, you got uh, the big well, ten... like, well, just well, just you know, one more thing. Like we talk about uh, great quarterbacks being great coaches. I don't see Clemson lighting up the world right now. No, uh, Dabo Debo was, or Dabo, yeah, Dabo Sweeney. I don't know what a Dabo is. I don't, whatever. But that's an odd name. Is that a nickname or a real name? I don't know. I don't know, but it's pretty cool. It really rolls off the tongue. Dabo. Dabo I think it's gonna be a nickname. For what? I don't know. David I don't know. The only thing do- My name's Dooskin, for Christ's sake. What's a, like, someone, what the fuck's a Dooskin? I don't know. Yeah, but if you were, that's not your professional name. No one's putting that on the, te- on the, on the crawler on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> if I was, uh, <laughs> if my name was a bottom of Skinner, I go with Skinner. <laughs> Skinner. You know, you don't want that because no. that's a bad thing. Uh, some places. Anyways, yeah. yeah, Dabo Sweeney without uh, Trevor Lawrence at the helm. Um, all of a sudden, Clemson's not very good. Uh, once again, without a good quarterback, you, and then you look at you look at Herb, Herb Meyer without a good quarterback, with the same quarterback, but without this, what are you? Well, because now he's over his head uh, as far as scheming goes, right? Because in college, you can have Tim Tebow and and three yards in a cloud of dust, right? You can't do that in the NFL. Tim Tebow. In all my years of watching college football, and I love college football Saturdays, especially about mid-October when it really gets rolling to November when the championship games go on. Tim Tebow had more effort than any player I ever watched in my life. 
That guy's will to win was second to none. And you can't dispute that. Oh, no. His try level was higher than his talent level. Like, it just, it was unbelievable. And like, he would tell unit. his entire team, jump on my back. I'm going, I, yeah. I'm going to find a way to win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and I, I loved it. Like, when he was a Bronco, I loved his attitude, hated his talent level. Like Isn't that his, where Herb was at one point? Herb was there. At the, the, the Herb coached years. him in Florida. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then he had migraines and quit there and then went oh, to OSU. Like, he's just a slimy, slimy. And he started, Herb started in uh, Utah State. I think he was uh, Smith, that quarterback that uh, t- uh, was in Kansas. First, he was in, what is his first name? Alex. Went, Alex Smith, that's right. Broke his leg, Niner. almost died. Almost yeah. broken leg. Yeah, went to the Niners. He was with the Niners, and then they traded him. They let him go for another quarterback. And for Ka- Kaepernick, they kept Kaepernick instead of him. And then he went to the Chiefs. Oh. And then they, and then they, uh, after two years, they said, thank you, we got Mahomes. And then he went to the Redskins, sorry, the Washington football team. And then he almost died with that broken leg. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just that... Going back to college a little bit here, Dave. Um, big game on Saturday. Uh, probably the biggest Big Ten game in quite some time. Way bigger than Michigan-Ohio State every year. Michigan-Michigan State. I think four and six or five and three, whatever. They're, they're four and six. They're both they're. seven and oh, aren't they? And it's there, man. If I didn't have to work, I'd be tuning into that one. A slugfest, uh, Ann Arbor versus East Lansing. Uh, I love it. I, I love, I love watching these games that the, the crowd gets so into it game days into it. Like you start at seven in the morning watching it. I, I love it. I am going to see what time, uh, that game starts and so probably I a 10 a.m. Start. I'm thinking I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, green Bay just iced that football game too. So yeah, with, gonna, a, with an odd interception. To, to with a really odd interception. But yeah. uh, so nonetheless, I am going to look it up right now. But it's, 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 that's just one of those, the rivalry weekend. Eh? It, it's funny to me that Michigan, Michigan State, obviously they, uh, it's a rivalry, but it's not Michigan OSU. Yeah. And so, uh, I don't know. I would I would be curious to know how many times in Michigan, Michigan State history that they've both been undefeated this late. A ranked in the top in top ten as well. Yeah. Like it's uh, it. it oh, I'd I'd love it. I they I there's there's no words how much I I love this time of year for for uh, sports with the college football, the World Series, and the hockey starts everything else. It's so much fun that uh, the speculation and everything else. It, it's it's great to be a sports fan this time of year. Yeah, uh, and, and it's and, – and with the Big Ten being whatever, the Big 12 or whatever it is like th- this year. Like, so Michigan and Ohio State play every year, but I don't think Michigan State and Ohio State play every year. So, no, because one's in the so, East, one's in the West. So I don't know. Uh, it's just weird, you know, and, and, and so it's, it's going to be interesting. And, but I, like, so as a Michigan fan – I would rather them lose tomorrow to Michigan State, and then, and then beat, beat Ohio State. Like fuck, it's been too long. They got to beat this season's a bust if they don't beat the Buckeyes this year. 
goodness. I think I told this story before on the on the show, Dave. When I a couple of years back, a, a few of us went down to uh, Los Angeles to watch the USC uh, Notre Dame game. USC came up came up light. Uh, we walked in with our our USC jerseys onto this bar. Uh, I still call it Happy. It's called the Sycamore Tavern now, and it's an Ohio state bar in, in Los Angeles. And uh, what an event that was. And there was people because Notre Dame was ranked ahead of OSU and OSU began this, this blow. Like it was close and it was just a Ohio state blowout and the place is going crazy. And these fans were telling me a white Canadian kid from Canada or white Canadian oh, from Canada, you guys got to, you guys got to win tonight. To, to beat i'm like i don't have nothing to do with this man like nothing but the, they get so into it. it it's so it's just great that's the one thing i envy about americans is their passion for their college teams that we don't have up here yeah it, it's a different thing I envy in, it. in the states right because like you you have your hometown then you go to college and then you go someplace else to work right and, like, and no I, one's from no one's from the big city like the city that they live in Nobody. Right. Exactly. Especially the professionals. Right. And then, yeah. and then, and they all congregate like, and, and you would, uh, being a guy that travels to, to watch sports, you would see it more than anybody. Right. Like, uh, when you go to a sports bar, when you like, where are you from? Uh, oh, well, I was born in, uh, whatever. Texas. Now I live in, I live yeah, in Colorado. Coeur d'Alene went to Colorado university and now I'm, uh, selling st louis yeah exactly like it's 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 weird like it's quite a excuse me i'm not going to say a transient but like it's there's there's almost three stages of life in 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 the american uh, people that i meet too like and also too i meet i meet like well when i go to the states and i go out to places where i meet people that's the same thing It's, it's it's a common interest that brings you to this one place and you start talking with them Oh yeah, you know, I yeah, I don't live here. Like when you go to a Dave Matthews band concert at the Gorge, I have met people from everywhere of the everywhere. United States. That because that's a like it's a, it's a destination to go, and and it's a neat thing to to listen to people's stories. And you know what? You talk to them to ten for ten minutes, and I'm never gonna see him again. And and uh, I was happy for the ten minute visit. No, it's it's great. It's uh, Americans are different that way compared to Canadians. Canadians, we seem we tend to stay within fifty miles of where we grew up. I won't say fifty, but like a lot of my good friends, uh, my university friends, two hours. Yeah, Calgary. The furthest one is like Vernon. I have a friend in Winnipeg, but nothing. Yeah. I we got we got none of those Easterners, none of those Laurentian elites. Oh, I got some of them. Anyways. College football, big games this weekend, a lot of fun. Uh, NFL football, coaching, carousels, and bad quarterbacks, and good quarterbacks. Good game tonight. I, I called the win. I, I thought it was going to be a bigger spread, but I got one right anyways. But anyways, 1420 Sports Podcast. We got new merch ideas coming up, coming your way, and we're everywhere uh, you get your podcasts. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer, one sports talk, and a whole lot more. Tell us where you can't find us. If you can tell us, if, if, if there's somewhere you can't find us, you'll win a 1420 podcast. We'll send you a hat and a t-shirt and all the stuff. A prize package. A Let's prize just leave it at pack. that. <laughs> there we go. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. World Series, it's been, I, I personally, Dave, I think the two games have been very good, not great. Yes, the scores have been um, lopsided lopsided by the, end, by the end of the game, but early in, in each game, there's been a pitch here and a pitch there with lots of runners on base. It's been very, uh, very, I wouldn't say intense because it's, it's two teams I don't care a whole bunch about, but they've been up until the fifth, sixth inning, I think the games have been very good. Um, I heard something ridiculous yesterday. Uh, for those of you who didn't, didn't have been watching the World Series, Charlie Morton got a comebacker, a pitcher for, for Atlanta, a comebacker up the middle, uh, broke his tibula? Fibula, fibula. I think it was. I'm not a doctor's player. Broke a bone in his leg. Broke a bone in his, uh, in his ankle or his leg or whatever it was. Uh, came out, finished the inning. Went out, struck out Altuve on a on a hard slider, and then uh, he got taken out in the third inning, which I think is going to be a huge. It's going to be a huge turning point in that series later on as the series progresses. I heard something stupid that there people are comparing Charlie Martin striking out Jose Altuve in the third inning of Game One to Kirk Gibson's home run on one one leg in the 88 World Series, and then also compares, comparing it to the, the Kurt Schilling bloody sock, and I think it was in 2004. Morton was in the third inning, man. Of game one. Of game one. Yes, the Gibson home run was also in game one, but it was a ninth inning against Eckersley, and that turned the tide. The, the score was 4-1 or 3-1 at that point for, for the Braves. That was a, that's a pretty bold statement for someone to make. In fact, you know what's like a bold? It's stupid. Pump the brakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like just, you know, and I get it, you know, and, and earlier on this year and I, I actually took a little bit of heat from it. I put it out with, uh, I made a point to say like baseball players are the weakest of all, uh, professional athletes as far as sucking mm. it up goes. Basketball's close. Yeah, but like those two, like like football and hockey are like head and shoulders far above baseball and basketball. Soccer. And no, I disagree. And you're a soccer I, guy, so whatever. But yeah, um, <laughs> the the pitching on a broken leg is is really sucking it. Oh, up it's and, no, and it's. it's Yes. But 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 they didn't. He didn't know it was a broken leg, right? Like you know, your adrenaline's pumping. You're an athlete. You're a competitor. They didn't know it was broken. Like I said earlier, Dave, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV sometimes. It uh, maybe he broke his leg. Maybe it was just hanging by a thread. And then when he landed his his lead foot, maybe that's when it broke. So maybe it wasn't broke till that point. Well, you know, and then, and like, I don't you know, know, well, you know, playing the doctor here, it's a fracture. A fracture is a crack in the bone as opposed to a bro. We're not talking Joe Theismann here. Ooh, yeah. remember that? Right? Oh, when I, Dave, every time I see that to this day, I have to turn my head. I get squeamish. My stomach gets upset and I almost vomit every time. Christ, and it's been, must hurt. it's been 35 years. Yeah. Same. And like Dak Prescott oh, last year, like you like there, there's, 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 there's bad breaks when you see a foot go the wrong way. This isn't that, but 
obviously he was in he had to be in pain he like a, a bone in his in his leg gutsy performance a, nonetheless like it was yeah you know i'm gonna tip my hat to him and and say good on you but like easy on the Let's not put the wreath on his head quite yet. Yeah, he's Dude. not Kurt Gibson in '88 by any means. Like right. It's, so, it's like, not. let's pretend this game goes, this series goes seven. But he's and not coming he, back, right? No. So he, but, that, he's in, but that's so but as, that's as my of, point. Like, like yeah. as of right now, he he doesn't get a decision in that game, and he's not pitching in this World Series. So, in the history books, when, when it's all said and done, he won't be in the stat line. Three innings pitched, nine ERA. Done. Um, rough start for the uh, rough, rough start for the Astros. Three pitches in, home run. I was pumpernickeling it pretty quick. I can't stand the Astros, but man, are they good. Three pitches in, um, Valdez hits a home run, and then an, another run scored. It was three nothing, a two nothing, three nothing early in game one, and then Morton got out of trouble. It could have been 3-3 really quick with one swing in the back. He wasn't great in the first inning by any means of game one. No, and but he manned up. Like and, and well, even the one that the the pitch, the sorry, the pitch, the hit that that injured his leg rolled right to the first baseman for yeah. a 1-3 out, right? It's uh the I think I, I think both games have been great. I, I don't think the Braves can withstand not having Morton because they, they, he was going to be their one five one four one four seven guy. Um, going having both teams went their bullpen so quick, and I think that's that, that that's a problem that both teams have right now. And it's probably baseball has particularly because when every say, well, why doesn't he go longer? Pitchers don't go longer anymore, man. And the seasons they're at one hundred and 75 games now you're pitchers are only going to go three four innings and that's it bullpens have to be great yeah like it, it is about bullpen management and everything like that it's it it is it is quite something um i'm looking oh here it is uh today in 1991 speaking of going the distance do you know what happened in 1991 uh top of my head that would have been the minnesota twins and a guy by the name of jack morris went 10 innings for a complete game shutout against the oh fuck who the fuck i can't remember i i almost had it dave i almost uh Pittsburgh I, pirates i don't think no, it, was it wasn't pir- the pirates. I, 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 wasn't it the braves it the atlanta braves i almost uh, had it a 10 inning game seven Shut out victory. I almost had it. I was so close. You yeah. were. His, like, in, I, I follow this thing called uh uh this was on Super 70 Sports, is a thing I follow. Yeah, they're good. Um, that's a good that's a good Twitter Twitter. Yeah, yeah. so good. I'm just gonna read it today in 1991. Jack Morris tells everybody to keep their candy asses in the bullpen and fires a 10-inning game seven shutout to lift the twins to a world series victory. His pitch count was officially I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because <laughs> I think I think the manager was Joe Kelly. He was a blondish, yeah. uh, Kirby, blondish Kirby Puckett and, yeah. uh, and uh, Joe uh, Kelly. And Could you imagine him saying Hermic. to to to, to uh, Jack Morris's great big mustache? You're out of the game. No, I'm not. I'm not leaving. Go back to the dugout, Skip. Sit down. I'm not leaving. Go back to the like. 
Fuck you and what army? You better get more than just you to take this. Ball uh, my speaking head. of the bullpen, Dave, I don't know if you saw this on the old Twitter oh, machine today. Jesus Christ. Jesus. I didn't even open the link. I, I did I open the link. A longtime listener, longtime friend, Mike Tarnes, brought this up, but he sent me the, the link today. Uh, PETA is asking that Major League Baseball quits calling the bullpen the bullpen. Um, it actually, if they would do some research before they spelt their fucking mouths, Bullpen came from a sponsor of Major League Baseball uh, called Bullpen Chew. It was nothing to do with cows or bulls or anything else. It was for chewing tobacco because that's where the players used to chew more tobacco was out in the bullpen. And they were sponsored by Bullpen Chew back in 1938 or whatever year it was. Do you know what something like that does? It pisses me off. It pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, uh, the uh, one you got one one. Uh, the Astros Altuve is still great. Anyone series, you know who's a really good player, and I I didn't like him just for sake of not liking him. Um, for the Astros was Michael Brantley, uh, left fielder. Man, that guy can swing the bat. He is and he seems like a quiet leader. He's a good player. I quite like him, even though he plays the no good, rotten, cheating fucking Astros. I mean, that's the one thing, and we touched about it a little bit ago. Um, regardless of their no good cheating ways, the Astros are a great fucking team. They really yeah. know how to play the ball. They know how to work the count. I, I saw a thing in the ALC. Bregman's a prick. He knows how to play the game. <laughs> um, the The Astros in the ALCS. With two outs and runners in scoring position, they hit 568. That's crazy. And That's and, crazy. and and you know, and and the, the article went into a little bit of detail about that. It's like, but that's how these guys are coached. Like, we're not looking for the home run ball. We're not looking. They were the Astros were the second lowest strikeout team in the major leagues this year. Because and 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 to do with that, they had the they had the highest average of hits with two strikeouts and it was only yeah and it was only 168 like like in the in the league but still like to to get on base with two strikes the second place team with uh the the batting average with uh two strikes was the blue jays the toronto blue jays yeah um but but nonetheless and you know and that's like that's we talk about analytics all the time this is now just analytics plus, right? It's teaching the guys now. Okay, so now we're not going for the home run anymore because now we're just extending the, the, the thing. We're getting one more batter. Where it's one less out, right? It's, it's, it's five That's more pitches, it yeah. right? It's just, it's just everything. It's just the little things. Making the pitcher waste a couple more, get a couple more bullets out of the gun and, and one more look. And, and that's what the Astros clearly have figured out aside from their cheating oh they're a good team yeah they they're are a good so team. good and then when you can hit five I mean, say what you want three out of the last five world series they've been there like say what you want they're they're, they're a good team they, they are a good team and and it's a shame that uh they're tainted because like i said i i before they became the no good cheaters i i was it's one of the teams i like to cheer for and and I'm still going for the Braves. I am going to cheer for the Braves, but I'm not going to be crestfallen if 
if uh, the Braves win. Uh, sorry, the Astros win either. One take I have, Dave, about the World Series thus far. Uh, I miss the days of Joe Buck and Tim McCarver. I, I really have a hard time with. I mean, McCarver was a player back back in the sixties and seventies. Uh, I have a hard time with. A Rod does it, and now we got John Smoltz doing it. I don't need a lesson about baseball. Just call the game, man. I know you're different on that, but I don't need a lesson about how to do this and this. I, I don't. I call the game. Let me watch it and enjoy it. I, I'm not going to school. I don't mind Smoltz with Joe Buck. I think they're pretty good. Team. I think Buck is so good. I think he's been Buck, great for for 25 years. He's a fucking pro. I don't need him calling golf. The only sport I don't like him calling is golf. Um, but his football work and his uh, baseball work is second to none. Second no. to none. He's one of the best. I do miss Bob Costas. I wish that fucker would get back on baseball. He does MLB Network stuff, and I don't know why he's not on a different. Maybe it's an NBC thing. I don't know. Who knows? So, yeah, I don't know either. But uh, nonetheless, um, A Rod's an idiot. I just, <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, oh, I mentioned yeah. to you, I don't know if we said this on the podcast or was it just off air. Uh, I was uh, on the MLB when I'm watching on the app. They don't show the 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 bo- the booth that much, and then like, who the fuck is doing color for this game? And I and I and I went to my phone and I looked it up, and it was a Rod. He's an absolute fucking buffoon. Oh, he's terrible. I, I I'll never understand why that guy has a job. I don't, I don't understand. Either. I I want to okay. He, he, he made an ass of himself in the biggest media network or media center in the world. Uh, he, he sued his the team he played for, the, the, the New York Yankees, and uh, he lied and everything else. I don't know why he has a job. I, I don't. I, I don't and, but it. when he calls a game, he's a hugest Yankee b- backer. He loves the Yankees. He can't, he oh. can't pat them on the back enough. So still paying him. Anyways. Anyways, Dave, that's another thing that pisses me off. Anyways, coming up shortly, guys, we have a, a new segment I dumped up last night. What pisses me off or what pisses you off, whatever you call it. Uh, Jim, the sound guy, he uh, put up a new guitar riff for it. He's got a song all ready to go. So uh, we'll catch you in a couple of seconds. We'll have another beer. We'll uh, figure out what else pisses us off, and we'll, uh, we'll get into it a little bit. What? Pisses you off, Dave. I came up with this last night thinking about things. I don't know. We're getting to that part of the year when the, the sun goes down before you, you you get off work and the sun's not up when you go to work. So you you wake up with a little bit of uh, a different attitude, I guess, this time of year. And you, and you try to smile your way through it. But it, it seems like things start to piss you off a little bit more. The, the leaves are turning. The, it's supposed to snow tomorrow. You're like, ah, oh, for fuck's sakes, here we go again. And anything else so i came up with this what pisses you off where you can rant a little bit and we hashtag what pisses me off or pisses me off however i wrote it down there but dave um i heard a lot of funny things last night some people texting me uh from uh, and then facebook and twitter and everything else dave name a thing that pisses you off Every time, no matter where, no matter what I'm doing, whether it's something I like, whether it's something I don't like, when I go someplace and I got to do something or want to do something and I see a lineup, nothing pisses me 
off more than a long fucking lineup. I hate a lineup. Like I, I would say like here out here's all the money I was gonna spend on drinks today. Let me be first in this fucking line. Like whether it's for groceries, whether it's for a concert, whether it's to check out for grocery, like whatever. I like just see when I see a lineup, I don't have to get in. It's like, oh fuck, thank Christ I'm not in that line. <laughs> I'm gonna interrupt you here, Dave, but when you like you said groceries man we're getting old but when you say groceries and then you're in lineup to pay for said groceries and there's there's tills without tellers at them that pisses me off that right pisses me off why am i standing in line i'm asking you to when i go to tim like what tim horton's mcdonald's like oh jesus i'm so fucking hungry i i just want to grab a fucking uh, uh a chicken burger or something like that and then it's lined up. Nope, I ain't that hungry no more. Yeah. I uh, like, and you know what? It's maybe five minutes out of my life. Like, oh God. Well, it's usually Damn. like 48 seconds. It. Like, it's really not a big inconvenience, but it pisses me off. It really pisses me off. Like, like honestly, like winning in a lineup, seeing in a lineup gives me anxiety. I just don't get it. Well, I, I obviously do get it. It's just like people are. People are standing there doing nothing, waiting to give you their money. And like, you can't speed this up. And I get it. You can't like there's rush hours and I, and I do get it, but you know, if there's a lineup, I ain't there. I got one for you, Dave. I don't know if you agree with me or not, but this one pisses me off when overnight you're sitting there, you know, your, your gas tanks get a little bit empty, get a little bit down, down in the, in the, in the dumps. And you go to the the uh, the uh, the pumps in the morning, and all of a sudden it went from a dollar thirty five to a dollar fifty four overnight. That pisses me off. That and is dirty pool. I and I don't and I am in the oil and gas industry. I have been for a number of years. My wages don't go up that much exponentially overnight. I don't and I try to understand it, but no one's been to been able to explain to me why they go up. I've heard this, the stupidest thing I ever heard about gas prices going up. There's unrest in the Middle East. There's been unrest in the Middle East since Christ was a fucking cowboy, man. Like before Christ was a cowboy. Before. They've always been upset. So (laughs) that pisses me off when when the gas prices go up. And they always do it on when? A long weekend. It just seems that's when the unrest pressure hits the pops. My, there's hurricanes there's a you know a pipeline went up we ha- we're having refinery uh issues well okay so so then in four months it's gonna go down is that what you're telling me are you, are you you don't. Fix it? yeah so okay so we're gonna pay 140 for so four when the months. unrest in uh, the middle east is over is it gonna go down again yeah ah, fuck but, it. yeah that so when are we, just, when are we gonna be back at 95 cents you fucks that was uh, that makes me crazy. It makes me absolutely crazy. You um, know, it, 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 it bothers me, but that doesn't piss me off because it's just, that's just the price of having a vehicle these days. It shouldn't. Okay. Give me a, re- give me, an, give me an actual reason. Just tell me the truth of why, of why gas prices fluctuate like they do. Just when, and when they do it, just tell me that. Well, don't lie to me. 
Well, you know, then like, and everybody's lying to you because it depends who you ask, right? Anyways, uh, long-time listener, long-time friend, James McPhail. Uh, he, I asked him just via text message last night, uh, Shaky, I, I said, Shaky, new segment coming up. Uh, what pisses you off? And this kind of made me laugh. He says, uh, people who seem to believe they can circumvent decades of education by watching YouTube and reading memes, that pisses him off. Well, that pisses me off too, Redick. There's there's doing your research, right? Like uh, either a scientist going eight years of school or you taking a fucking shit and watching Facebook memes. <laughs> yeah. That's your research? Well, and I, smart, yeah, and you're smarter than well, this I read person. This. Yeah, okay, good for you. All right, that's just fine. Yeah. You got another piss me off, Dave? Yeah, this one's going to be, I got an actual story that happened just on Saturday. What pisses me off is people don't care, people. People don't care, people. I don't give a fuck. I'll do this. Like, like. so here's the exact example. The Curtin Wink in Lethbridge, I, I curl on Saturdays. I get there early so I can have a cigarette before I go into curling. So as I'm standing in the cigarette section outside the doors, someone comes in and fuck and like you know the the there's there's four open spots right by the door and these are clearly designated disabled parking this person pulls in fucking like a bat out of hell straddles a line and then it, it, it happened to be a woman she gets out of her car and starts walking to the door just as i was finishing my cigarette it happened to be a woman <laughs> And I said to this woman, as I was done my cigarette, I was like down three feet behind her. She did put on a mask to go into the building as you're required to do. I go, hey, you, you realize you, you straddled the line when you parked, eh? Oh, I'm going to be quick. I'm just picking up something. I go, okay. She goes, does it bother you? I go, does it? And then, so I said to her, the only thing that bothers me is that someone with clearly vision impairment and reckless driving ability i have to share the road with <laughs> well and she and she and she looked at me and didn't start and then she left like and then she was gone like i i, fuck uh, you, I you fucking fuck like that pisses me off she was going in to pick up her kid from figure skating or hockey like the, the curling the curling rank has two rig it's it's quite yeah. a complex you've been there yeah. so i don't know why she was there and 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 like fuck you because you're in a hurry you get a double park in, in disabled parking and there's like 15 minute parking like honestly like 30 meters further away that was open but the the, the the don't care people people that like park where they're not supposed to People that um, don't pick up their trash. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, people that butt in line in grocery stores. Oh, oh what that are you gonna, pisses me off. What do you like? The, the what are you gonna do about it? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something to you. I, and I'm uh, gonna try and I'm I was at Fenway and Park. Look like a fool. I was at Fenway Park. Uh, so 2015, 14, 15. It doesn't matter what what year it was. Uh, watching the Jays play. Me and my sister, friend of mine, uh, Aaron, and, and the producer were all down there. And uh, somebody 
these two girls decided to butt in front of me and my sister. I just wear just a Yankee cap on. I don't know why. I, I should have known better. It's, it's on me. They butted in front of me. And I said, hey, actually, I didn't. My sister said, hey, like you, you, you kind of butted in front of us. And she looked back at me and she said, fuck you. I'm like, that's it's fairly aggressive to get a Sam Adams beer. Like, like, all right. So now you got my you got my twosome there. So you're already standing. I'm just like I now that you got a don't care person that's like doing what they want. Like so then then this girl, so I was like, okay, if you need a beer more than me, that's fine. I so I kind of we made light of it. She goes, the Yankees aren't even playing. I said, I know, like it's just a hat. Like, why are you so upset? It's a baseball game, like it's it's beer and baseball, whatever. Who cares? So then she looked at me and my sister. Oh, you guys look nice together. How long have you been together? I said, I don't know, 42, 43 years. She's like, what? I said, it's my sister. You're an idiot. And so I got to give it back to these people who are butting in and being assholes. So that didn't piss me off. That made me actually kind of happy. But people butting in line, that pisses me off. Pisses me off. And like here, I, like I got, I got a thing that I did one time and I wish I could do it on demand because it, it really is quite brilliant. Um, someone did that to me at a, at a bar or a cabaret. I can't exactly remember. And I was mad. And then they, uh, I had gas a little bit later that night. And I saw well, that happens. table. Yeah. So I walked over to it. I, I totally crop dusted them. <laughs> And I came back and like, what are you doing? Oh fuck, I got to fart. And then like, I did get busted. And like, she goes, well, like, but you just coming here to fart? Yeah. Well, you don't have to wait in line. So why would I make my friends smell my ass? Uh, yeah. That's for you. That's for you the rest of the night. And it was quite a funny thing. The 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 people that had to smell my ass the rest of the night. But it was quite a funny thing at the table I was at that day. It's uh, night. I got one more for you, Dave, and then we'll call it a night because we got to get this off the, off the gym and put it out there. You can play more tunes and everything else. But uh, people who play their music or videos from their phone without headphones on while you're in the same room as them, uh. like, like they think I want to hear the fucking thing as well. That pisses me off. Whoa. I, and I say something every time. like Because... It's it's usually in a kiosk or a 7-Eleven or something like that. Something I have some guys at work who do it. I'm like, hey, are you, uh, do you think I want to hear that too? What yeah. makes you think what you're listening to, I want to hear it too? Yeah. Do you need some dope turn, headphones? Turn it oh, down. That, that pisses me off. Yeah. And then they're so like repulsed that you have the audacity to say like, why is, can't everybody listen to my music? You're old enough to remember, he- like Walkmans. Yeah, like, the Sony headphones. It was plugged yeah. into your yellow thing. No yeah. one else could hear it because you no. wanted to hear. It. You yourself wanted to hear that. Made perfect sense. Now but I'm also of the generations where we used to call them ghetto blasters. We're not talking about that right now, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a handheld device. We're talking about has- a handheld device. That has Bluetooth capability. If you were carrying a ghetto blaster, you knew everyone else wanted to hear it. <laughs> as long as your batteries last today. Oh, oh, baby. The D batteries. Oh, $8.99 my. a pack. 
I, that thing was like 55 pounds oh, by the time man. all those batteries. But were oh, in. you were the coolest cat in the hood. And tell it like yeah, like you know, and, and the volume always stayed high. It just the music got <laughs> Anyways, Dave, that was a lot of fun. Uh, what pisses you off? We'll do it once a month. I think what pisses me off or whatever else. Hashtag what pisses me off on uh, the 1420 uh, Twitter account. Uh, send them into us all the time. They're a lot of fun. Uh, there seems to be a lot of thing what pisses us off. Maybe we'll do uh, one next week. What what makes us happy? But life makes me happy. This podcast makes me happy. Oh, labor what, love. I think I touched well, the thing is, like, the thing oh. is, Dave, what pisses you off as a better conversation than, oh, that makes me happy. And no one cares. And it's sad. Well, it's sad that's a know, thing. You know, it is a thing. And I understand it. And we all get caught in the trap. And and, and I'm one of those guys, too. But the, uh, oh, yeah. I've been so busy lately because Halloween's a big thing. And I'm working on my kids' costume with them. And uh, it's very, it's I, very, uh, what you guys got going on there is pretty cool. Put it up. Make sure you put it in the I, I will. One, the, I, the, when the finished product will get posted. And uh, I'm, it's, you know, I'll say this. It's it's elaborate, it's big, and it's uh he's clearly my son. Eight six seven five three oh nine. There's your hint. There's my Guess hint. to fourteen twenty podcast. What's my son's podcast? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'll be fun. Uh, anyways, no fun show tonight, Dave. We got a little bit deep in the first segment. Got into some other things, but uh, had some laughs at the end of our soul. That's the main thing. Okay, Michigan big battle. This weekend, uh, go blue, even though I kind of like Sparty now, too, because Jim Harbaugh pisses me off a little well, bit. Well, whatever. What do you do? I don't know. Uh, USC's homecoming is against Arizona. They're going to lose by 106, so whatever. As long as they beat OSU, that's all I care about this year. As long as the Astros don't win another game. Well, anyways. We're gonna, well, on, come Mondays, our next one, we'll, we'll see where we're at. That'll be you know day, five. That is one of my favorite Jimmy Buffett songs. Come Monday, that's his only top ten hit. If you if you if you didn't know that, Come Monday, not uh, Margaritaville. No, Cheeseburger um, never made top ten. Come really? Monday was his only top ten hit. Huh? The California one, like uh, I do. Come Monday, it'll be all right. Yeah. Heading down to San Francisco for the Labor Day weekend show. I got my hush puppies on. Oh, I love that song. Anyways, we went a little longer than we usually do tonight. First segment, we were ranting and raving. But uh, deep subject, uh, it's something had to be talked about. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's where we are. Anyways, Dave, take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself if you need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, my friend? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. Thanks, Jim, for all you do. Get that guitar rocking for us. Hey, we'll talk to you again on Monday. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 